The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 324 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Courtney Walker. Thanks, Courtney. Thank you, Courtney. Thanks, Courtney. Today, we will be discussing part three of chapter eight of harry potter and the deathly hallows the wedding so make sure that you've read the chapter and you're ready to waltz your way through the details very nice i like that i don't know what to do for this <sighs> if you like to waltz with potatoes, if you will do your re-recap <laughs> Done. She just stole that from you. <laughs> willingly giving it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bill and Fleur are married. Woohoo! Crumb wants to pick a fight with Xenophilius over the mm. symbol on his necklace. <laughs> necklace. 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 And Harry remembered who Gregorovich is. And we ended last time as we just met Elphius Doge. Doji doge. Doji doge. Uh, so Harry reveals himself to Elpheus and they have a good conversation about Yumbledore. That Aww. is until Muriel comes along. Yeah, Mugger! <laughs> Muriel! <laughs> I don't know why I like uh, her so much. She's horrid. <laughs> She's a good little, like, villain, not villain. It's yes. like good humor in moments that it's needed. We all know a Muriel, you know? Yeah, totally. Uh huh. Uh, she definitely takes a good conversation and makes it go bad pretty quickly. And she tells us all the gossip, but it plays right into Harry's emotions. And now he doesn't know what to believe. Um, and then we get quite a jarring message from Kingsley Shacklebolt. I can't wait for you to read that line. Oh, pr- no pressure. They are coming. They are coming. You're just stealing everybody's job today. I know. What's wrong with you? Well, you'll do it later. Sorry. No, she's not. <laughs> Did you? Sorry. <laughs> yes, <it's> not. <laughs> she's not even wearing a hood. I know. You're in white today. No hood. I am. Just bad. You're it's not. Just who bad. I am. Evil. Mm-hmm. Just have to embrace it. Meg, I can't look at you and go, "Yeah, evil." You're wearing a mouser size crew neck, and it's adorable. <laughs> Don't say mouse size. <laughs> Did you I not lo- know that? No, I looked at it earlier and I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like jazzercise, but Disney. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> Look how cute Goofy is. He's happy. Yeah, he's working out. Why is his arm like that, though? Because he's, he's goofy. Yeah, but it's like... He's a wet noodle. Unhinged. He's, he's a wet noodle. Have you ever seen him do the hot dog dance, Tiffany? I know you have. <laughs> That was definitely a moment you guys wish that we had video, I'm sure. People in Discord want to see it. What are you doing? No, no, we need to see his face not crinkled, Megan. Oh, sorry. Why your hands up? I was doing Goofy's hot dog dance. (laughs) Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they will too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. 
Supporting our podcast keeps us going and gives you access to all of our exclusive extras. As always, we are accepting Potter stories or just any fun stuff, questions, or concerns to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Uh, all right. You want to talk about Dodgy Doge? <sighs> Give dodgy it to me. Doge. doge is flabbergasted. He's really finally, or nope, he's finally happy. No. Happy to finally. Are you okay? No, actually, I'm probably not. (laughs) (laughs) He's happy to meet Harry after all this time, always. He is in the order, so he's like, I knew you were going to be here, and I knew you were in disguise because Arthur told me. So... I guess I didn't really make the connection until this reread that That he was in the order. Yeah. Yeah, Just because, like, I I feel like up at... To this point, I like dude. thought that we had like met all of the order. You no, know what no. I mean? But but it has to be bigger than that. Otherwise, uh, like how would they win? You know what right. I mean? But like you just like don't think about it. Yeah. I think it's kind of like the order are the most hardcore people. Yeah. And then you have like what I would call like the resistance people that aren't necessarily in the order but they are fighting against it it's kind of like the opposite of um narcissa she's not actually a death eater but she's like on their side yeah um mia says that he gets referenced in book one also does he i do believe so i'm Um, looking on the wiki well you can also look if you go to kindle open the book and type in elpheus doge and you can Valid. see wherever. That's one of my favorite things to do to look for stuff in books on mm-hmm. Kindle. Anywho, he pours Harry some champs, what I like to call champagne. Champs. And then they get on with their conversation. And this part kind of makes me a little sad. So Doge admits that he thought of writing to Harry after Dumbledore had died because of how hard it was and how shocking it'd be. But he like never seemed to got around to it. And I think that Harry would have really appreciated a letter from him. I not agree. only, yeah, to not only like talk about Dumbledore, maybe get to know some stories. Yeah. Obviously, he wants to know all, all these things. And he doesn't have anybody, any letter, outpost correspondence with anyone anymore. And that mm-hmm. would have been nice to have a little bit of a pen pal, you know? Yeah. Megon. He's mentioned in Order of the Phoenix, but not Sorcerer Stone. Not Sorcerer Stone. Yeah. Who's mentioned in Sorcerer Stone? Uh, did Dead Diggle 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 at the Leaky Cauldron? Yeah. Diggleus. Diggleus Diggle. Yeah. Uh, Mia, I think my brain was thinking what your brain was thinking because I was like, I know somebody was early on. It says that he's mentioned in both chapters three. Oh. He's also mentioned in Goblet, Chapter 36, The Parting of the Ways. Good old Alpheus. Chapter 9, The Woes of Mrs. Weasley in Order. He's mentioned in 36? Yeah. I wonder. So, hold on. Let me see. Yeah. I can jump to, the, to where it says I want to know why. <laughs> Mia. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that video. Anywho. So, as Doge is, like, talking about this, his eyes suddenly fill with tears, and rightfully so. His good Mm -hmm. friend is gone. It's still very, very fresh, and I think that he understands the impact that Dumbledore had on Harry to some extent, and I think he also feels bad for that, and maybe a little bit of guilt mixed in there for actually not writing the letter. Um, What's the face you're making? (laughs) So, it says, this is what they're claiming Who's they? Equates, wiki? The wiki equates to him being mentioned in chapter 36. Oh, oh there we go. Because it's like... After the, the rebirth ahead. of Lord Voldemort, Albus Dumbledore called the, quote, old guard. No. Okay. <laughs> That's- so he was mentioned in Order of the Phoenix, not Goblet of Fire. Because in Order, he's mentioned, like, it says the woes of Mrs. Weasley. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm sorry that I like I interrupted you, but it says during the first war, he became a member um, in order to oppose Lord Voldemort during the time he would usually wear a silly hat that is quoted from Order of the Phoenix. Given his role within the order, it's more than likely he fought several battles. 
Um, and then it also it says that he is mentioned in chapter three, the advance guard. Um, and that, I don't know where it's, anyway, I can try and I can actually pull up order and try and go through. It says he was part of the advance guard, which yeah. met Harry, in, in which he met Harry. In what? In the summer of 95 in order. In, oh, when okay. they pick him up? Yeah. Yeah. So he's part of like the group. Makes sense. Yeah. That's pretty tight knit if they're calling him for that. Yeah. yeah no so kidding. he must be pretty close to everybody. So, I mean, he's Dumbledore's old bestie. So during this sit down, Harry doesn't beat around the bush and he gets right to the point. And he is like, um, your obituary, right? That's some stuff to say. And I also think that it's interesting given like the climate of the, the Daily Prophet and the Ministry of Magic that they let him post and obit yeah without um doing anything to it that changing any bit of it you know they hate dumbledore that's true so i thought that that was interesting i mean it would have been weird i get it would have been an odd look if there wouldn't have been an obit for him but to let it go in there and then not be sullied in any kind of way i Mm -hmm. thought was kind of interesting Maybe they were like, oh, Rita Skeeter's book's coming out. We'll have plenty to report on then. Honestly. I guess it is just like weird, the pick and choose of what they want to mm-hmm. allow and not allow, you know? Yeah. And so Harry's like, you know, I didn't I didn't realize like you knew Professor Dumbledore so well. And he's like, well, I know him like as well as anybody, which probably isn't. We, we know that certain people know different things about Dumbledore, but who really actually knows the whole um just dumbledore just dumbledore right (laughs) and so doge says quote certainly i knew him the longest if you don't count aberforth and somehow people never do seem to count aberforth poor aberforth i know and that makes me really sad do you think his name's aberforth because it kind of sounds like afterthought whoa that's dark it's sad (laughs) i feel bad for him i don't want to be an etymology of aberforth um have Have we ever done that I I have I it in my book before. somewhere, but I can't remember. Um, I have I have it. I yeah. have it. I have it. Aberforth means from the river, I the think river's we, mouth. We talked about that before. Yeah. I don't know how I would want to relate that to him though. If anybody has any thoughts in Discord, let me know. The river just makes me think of Good Charlotte. It kind of makes me think of um how the hogshead kind of turned into the mouth of the river Ooh, getting into flooding into ho- hey! high five nice oh my gosh nice she's on it daggone it heck yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the topic of rita skeeter comes up <sighs> and harry's very direct and i like that about him at this time and instantly doja's face floods with color in his anger um he clearly read the article and is not very happy about the portrayal of his best friend and what we can glean from this conversation is that rita tried to get information from him but he was like get out of here it's a no-go and then rita did something that's very weak sauce in my opinion and i'm like you can do better because Mm -hmm. you're a crafty witch Mm mm-hmm and she went to the old thing to say he's crazy or, you know, she's crazy. Like, that is such a cop out, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weak. And I expect more from you, Rita. If you're going to lie, make it a good one. OK. And so, Harry, you know, I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. But that is what. So I'm listening to this book called Endgame right now, and it's about the royal family. But that is a. Like, that is a direct example of what they did to Diana. She's crazy. She's crazy. Yeah. She's paranoid. It's very easy to do that to women. Be like, oh, my gosh, she's nuts. She's crazy. She's unhinged. Yes. It's very easy for people to just say that. And it's like. like, They they talk about that in the book so much, especially at the part that I'm at. Mm. Doesn't paint William in the best of lights. But um, it's really interesting read. But that like they talk a lot about how they. um 
I did that to Diana. I like that connection, even though I hate that connection. Do you know what I mean? But it fe- that feels very on brand for a Brit- British book, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Diana. Vinny says, classic British tabloids. May you rest in peace. Yeah. Ugh. And, okay. I also did that with Meghan Markle. Mm. I just have thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so what did, what did she call him? And he called her an interfering trout. And so <laughs> she Which was like, like ain't a lie. he's crazy and thought we were sitting at the bottom of Lake Windermere. I think she says that later on. Yeah. Or, or she said that in the first article or something because, oh, my God. Yeah. An interfering trout. And Doge just denies, denies, denies. The fact that Harry was Harry was like said that sh- Dumbledore was involved in the dark arts. Yes, no, you know, he, I said he goes right for the meaty bits. Right, there's no beating around the bush. Where did that term come from, by the way? Can you please look that up? Beating around the bush. What does that it's mean? It's probably something awful, like every other thing that we say. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I swear, like everything, which is good to like acknowledge and know, but what does that mean? I'll look it up. I don't know where it came from, but I mean, it just, we know what origin. it means. Avoid answering a question. Okay. Yeah. Origin. That's a good thing to Google. Associated like, with hunting and medieval times, hunters hired men to beat the area around bushes with sticks oh, in order to flush to out, out game. game. Take All right. Over underneath. All right. Okay. We're cool to say it. All right. We can <laughs> say beating around the bush. <laughs> um. So he's like, was he involved in dark arts? That's what Reese says. Mm. And Doge is like, don't believe a word of it. Let nothing tarnish your memories of Dumbledore. And Harry's thinking, I can't do that. I can't just do that. Especially with these allegations that are made. I'm already in the dark about stuff. And, he, and Doge, the way he's looking at him is, is almost pitiful. The, the earnest in his look. Like, please don't believe this. Because obviously he knows that something's up. Right. He lived during that time. If Muriel knows rumors, then everybody else must have, especially his best friend. There's something there that Doge needed to not let get out. And Harry's very frustrated by this. It's not that easy for him. He can't just not think about it. He's got to know. He's got to know everything. So Doge continues to tell him that Rita's dreadful. And lo and behold, the woman of the hour. Sorry, flirts, not you. <laughs> Auntie Muriel is in the tent. What up, Rita Muriel? Skeeter. Oh, I love her. Always read her. <laughs> the lady in the movie. So good. So good. I and like how she's like 800 pages. Like she just can't wait she's for like it. so excited. That was us with Crescent <laughs> City. All right. Because yeah, there was literally 835 pages. pages. <laughs> Mike said Auntie Muriel would wear white to a wedding. <laughs> oh God, I hope she did. I don't think it says what she wore. Oh my God, she would. Oh, that's funny. And honestly, her always reading Rita tracks mm-hmm. like that is very much up your alley, milady. <laughs> um, she's very fabulous with her little hat and her glass of champs, and she's immediately like get up whoever this rando weasley cousin is (laughs) i'm 107 after all hello again barry or whatever your name is we stand a queen (laughs) i long to be this horrid in my old age no you don't yes i do (laughs) i do i remember and I'm going to say a swear, but it's nothing that's not in a Harry Potter book. But I have to tell you, my grandmother, there was one Christmas. I was in high school, brought over a boyfriend. Uh-oh. She is sitting oh boy, in her backs to the door. And so he comes in and I tap her and I say, hey, grandma, this is my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And she literally turns, like looks over her shoulder and goes, well, who the hell are you? <laughs> And I was mortified, but now that I'm thinking of it, like, yes, I want to be this. That's incredible. Just (laughs) punting children, right? Like, we wanted Filch to punt children across. Living for the drama. Yes. I really Uh, did. I wanted that to be the truth of what that was. I know. It's sad that it's not. Boat's just not as fun. No. Mm -hmm. It's 
not nearly as awful. So when she kicks this random redhead Weasley cousin out, I was just like, yes, she's 107. You there, give me your chair. I'm 107. And I wrote in my book, respect your elders. (laughs) (laughs) Then she like whips the chair around like no problem. I know. Plops down. Totally fine physically. Oh, man. So now we got to fill her in. Like, what's the haps? What are the cool jams? What's the gossip? What do we have to say about Dumbledore? And Doja's in no mood. He does not want to have this conversation because, you know, she's her. And he's trying to make Harry feel like everything's fine. But she's clicking her bony fingers just like the cereal. And she's like, Uh, more champagne. Takes a swig. Burps. And then goes about her business. The worst. When you're 107... Do what you want to do, I guess. Honestly. <laughs> so Doge and Harry are both like sitting there like, uh, what's going on? And then she says, like, don't just sit there like a pair of stuffed frogs. And I'm like <laughs> thinking to myself, what is this in reference to? Do people take frogs and taxidermy them? Are there stuffed frogs places? Like, what does that term mean in British language? <laughs> Like, I'm sure there is. I couldn't look it up because I was at uh, work today doing my notes last second. <laughs> Do I, I look have it definitely up? seen a, a taxidermied of... frog before. Like, why? Are, why? I wouldn't say it's common. Uh, oh, that don't do it. It makes me sad. Mm. Mm. You know, in SpongeBob, the movie, the first one, when they go to Shell City. You uh-huh. know what? Katie, don't be mad at me. You've never seen the SpongeBob movie. No. <laughs> Oh, oh, I think boy. you're having a panic attack. Daddy! I'm oh. sorry! Well, now I can't tell because it's going to ruin everything. I mean, I'm sure it's okay. I think it'll no, be okay. No, it's not. the SpongeBob movie for me. <laughs> they go to Shell City, and Shell City ends up being, like, a place that this guy, like, takes sea creatures, dries them out, and turns them into things. Okay. Like, Alexander <laughs> Clam Bell. ruined the whole movie! <laughs> What's well, not the whole Just movie? Just kidding. So, like, that's what these stuffed frogs that I looked up, they're being put into funny scenarios. I don't think that's very funny for the frogs. (laughs) It's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sad. I'm sorry. Uh, Before he became so respected and respectable. That's funny. And all that tosh. There were some mighty funny rumors about Albus. I love the word tosh. 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 And pish posh. So Doge is like, none of it's true. And she calls him out and she's like, yeah, you would say that. You were basically in his pocket the whole time. Oh, we all know you worship Dumbledore. Could be. No, I personally think that they had a relationship. Big same. Of some kind. <laughs> yes, Don't that is what me. it's called in my head. Um, <laughs> and so she makes a pretty serious accusation. And she's like, I dare say you'll still think he's a saint, even if he if it does turn out he did away with his squib sister. And Harry's basically like, hold the phone. What? Squib sister. Huh? Did a way with her? That's pretty serious. And also, she's like, I noticed you like skated around all these sticky parts or whatever. I was like, this is an obituary. Nobody's going to put drama gossip in somebody's obituary. Right? Like, that's not where it belongs. Oh, my heavens. Anyways. Um... So at that claim that Dumbledore did away with his squib sister, Doge exclaims, Muriel! And that kind of makes you think what she's about to say is probably true. Or there's some truth to it because of his like, reaction. Like, your mouth. Yeah. And so it says, a chill that had nothing to do with the ice champagne that was stealing through Harry's chest. And I wrote in my book, a hint of truthfulness or answers, which equals kind of like fear for him because this is not what he wants to hear. And he's fearful of what he might hear. So Doge was not expecting any of this. And Harry is so shocked that he's almost like numb. And he's like, 
What do you mean? Who said his sister was a squib? I thought she was ill. And we know that Muriel doesn't really know who he is. So she's like, thought wrong then, didn't you, Barry? And she's like <laughs> thriving in these moments. And she's like, also, how would you know anything about this? You were barely a thought in anybody's brain by the time that these things were happening. Um, and she's like, I cannot wait to see what Skeeter's unearthed. Dumbledore kept his sister quiet for like a really long time. And this whole time Doja's like untrue, absolutely untrue. And Harry's just sitting there so stunned. And he says, he never told me his sister was a squib. And he's not thinking like, I'm Barry. I, I'm Barry. And she goes, and why on earth would he tell you? <laughs> she screeched it. It says screeched Muriel. And she's swaying a little bit. Girlfriend's feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Wait, isn't his name actually supposed to be Barty? Barney. Barney. Okay. It's Barry. Here. Barry, oh, Barney, Barty, whatever. <laughs> Barty um, Crouch the third. <laughs> junior, Junior. <laughs> junior, Junior. <laughs> so she's just I'm like, sorry. why the heck would anybody tell you anything? You're literally a no one. Um, Barry. So Doge is like, shrieking this whole time false false none of this is true and doge says that none of this was spoken of because it was too painful for him and muriel is not having any of that and she continues on she's like why did nobody ever see her elpheus squawked muriel why did half of us not even know she existed until they carried the coffin out of the house and held a funeral for her where was saintly albus when ariana was locked in the cellar off being brilliant at hogwarts and never mind what was going on in his own house and first of all he's a kid yeah that's not that's not his no matter how talented or brilliant or whatever still a kid at hogwarts Mm -hmm. right not his responsibility and we've talked about this with this series a bunch of times. We haven't brought it up in a little bit, only because they're getting older. But respon- adult responsibilities pushed upon children mm-hmm. um, and how that's probably not right. Thank you, Dumbledore. <laughs> um, but a note that I made in my book was because, like, if if Muriel's saying they're hiding all of this and trying to keep it and, and um, what's his mother's name? Kendra. Kendra's trying to keep all of this hush-hush. We've got to keep our Dumbledore name, you know, great. Well, boyfriend with the muggles already sullied that stuff, okay? And so I I wonder, like, in how many circles was the Dumbledore name actually not good? Because I feel like it was probably all of them... Until Albus. Hmm. Okay. Only because he's trying to like bring it back up. I mean, he's doing him. He's doing his thing. He's going to be like this period. But like his success helps that. And I don't think that Kendra was hiding Ariana for the name of the Dumbledores. I feel like she probably didn't care. They thought that she was haughty and proud, but we're hearing that from Muriel and Rita. We also hear a little bit from Bathilda, but I think that she was scared because she doesn't want them to take Ariana away. I totally agree with that. So that's a front. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking to you. Well, well, you're too good for me. Blah, 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 blah. No, I'm not talking to you because I don't want you to get an inkling that I have this kid in my home. Well, think about the stigma of like yes mental health and stuff in general right and then translate that to the stigma of like obscurial which like how much do people even know about that and again they, they were probably, all dead right, right they probably would have just locked her up at saint mungo or studied her yes Poked so like mm-hmm. what do you expect from kendra yeah i would so so she puts on that front right yeah, totally don't talk to me yeah don't talk to me i'm like Right, I would do that if it would have not people not taking my child away. Why not? Yeah, I'm done. It's hard. I in okay. So continuing the conversation, 
Harry immediately is like, what do you mean locked in the cellar? And now Muriel is like off talking about Kendra now. She calls Kendra a terrifying woman and that she has to throw out the fact that she was a muggle born, which she is so racist. She does that to Hermione, too. Right. Yeah. We know. Oh, is this so. the muggle born? Yeah. Skinny ankles. So Doge refutes. Also, what? <laughs> Do wizards all have thicker ankles? Like, what are we doing? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Don't know. Um, So Doge, like, refutes the fact that she's a terrifying woman. And he's like, she was a fine woman. And, of course, like, Muriel's just ignoring him and continuing on her conversation. Um, And she goes on to say that, like, Kendra was very proud, very domineering, and, quote, the sort of witch who would have been mortified to produce a squib. Which, again, that is, like, complete hearsay, right? Like, yeah. um, it's also just, like, my, I mean, I say this a little bit later, but, like, it is mind-blowing to me how much, how much this information, like, how much people think that this information is their business. Right. Drives right. me insane. But, like, I do know that it's, like, a societal thing. Like, it just annoys me. Yeah. Anyway. Everybody's got to be up in everyone else's business. Yep. Why? So Elpheus is like getting so upset. And I think I do think that, again, this is just kind of like more proof to us that they were in a relationship and that like Elpheus probably knew his family pretty well, too. So to just hear somebody making Mm, these random accusations about like Kendra, who he probably knew pretty well or... Aberforth who he knew or you know whatever or Dumbledore obviously Albus um like he's rightfully getting very upset so like he again insists that Ariana was not a squib and he doesn't say anything beyond that because like again at the end of the day it's no one's business it's not even your business to know if she was not a squib (laughs) but anyway I wonder I digress a question I have is did Doge know that she was an obscurist or an obscure or whatever. I think so. Or did he just choose to believe that she was ill and knew it was something else? Maybe he didn't have a word for it, perhaps. Because I don't know how common of a term that is to be throwing around. These people are very brilliant, obviously. I think Doge is probably up there with Dumbledore being bright. knew what was going on with Ariana, Mm -hmm. but maybe didn't have a word for it, but knew... Hey, this is Megan from Swish and Flick. I wanted to tell you all about Book of the Month. I love the curated list of books that is available every month. It makes it so easy to find something for you. Book of the Month focuses on new and upcoming authors. It's really helped me to venture beyond my regular genres. I am so excited at the start of every month to see what Book of the Month has picked. And what's better than getting a cute blue box in the mail with a book in it? I was so excited to see this month The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren was a pick. You guys know how much I love their writing. I've already started it, and it's everything you could expect from a Christina Lauren novel. Book of the Month is offering a great intro offer for the month of May. You get your first book for $5 with the code PETALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, and shipping is always free. Head on over to bookofthemonth.com and use code PETALS petals. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It wasn't squib. It wasn't just being sick. Yeah. And I feel like he would have probably 
did a little bit of research and been like, what's going on with this? Like, how he, can we help her? Like, think to the Fantastic Beast movies and how, you know, like Dumbledore obviously sees an Obscurus. Is right? Doge in those? I don't think so. Is he? Heaven help us. I know. I don't know. I've only seen them like once. I don't think, I don't that think he is. So. Which is dumb. Dumb! Mm-hmm. Anyway. Moving on. Um... But I think that he probably knew what was going on with her. But yeah, just maybe didn't have a word for, for a period of time. Have Because, well, actually, I guess maybe it's not that weird that he wasn't in them because they might have like distanced or like drifted away at that point. Because if you think about the timing, that is while he's a teacher. So it's much past this. You know what I mean? So yeah, I guess but like he's it still could... the person that wrote the obit. I know. I think that maybe they would have d- drifted a bit, but it, they were like I feel like if pals? he's yeah, I feel like if he's writing his obit, they might see each other, maybe. and we don't see Dumbledore outside of, you know, Harry's year. Yeah, I don't know. That's in- that's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so Muriel like just interrupts him again though, and goes, "Well, why did she never attend Hogwarts?" But back delicate. in that time, squibs were like hushed up, right? So mm. she again then says that she was locked up. But Muriel said that back then it was more common to have squibs attend muggle school and integrate themselves into muggle society because that was kinder. But Kendra wouldn't allow her to go. So obviously we know she couldn't have flourished in either of those uh, places, right? Hogwarts or muggle school. Um, but Doge interrupts again, saying she was delicate and that her health was always too poor. Um, so Muriel's basically just like, that's BS, because why didn't she ever go to Mungo's? And why hadn't a healer been summoned to see her? And like, first of all, why would anyone but the Dumbledores know if she went to Mungo's or had a healer summoned? Like, I'm, I literally, like, that's someone's medical and personal information. Like, no way that Muriel would muriel would ever have known that or anyone for that matter and that really annoys me <laughs> when it comes to dishing the deets and getting down to the details people start fabricating stuff well yeah, she yeah. has a source katie right okay her cousin lancelot <clears throat> i'm sorry what kind of name is that it's uh Night Round Table. yeah she's 107 cool. was a healer and told her family that she had never been seen there and <laughs> i put in all capitals hippa 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 <laughs> You did, did you? <laughs> I wrote in my book, HIPAA much? Um. <laughs> so let's talk about medical law in the wizarding world. <laughs> yeah, honestly. There is none, apparently. Um, so Harry thought back to how, like, he was shut up and locked away. And this is what I was talking about in my summary, how, like, this kind of, like, hits his emotions very personally, right? So, like, this story is just uh, reminiscent to him of, like, his childhood yes. and how he grew up, which is mm-hmm. why he has trouble just ignoring what Muriel is saying, right? Because it's hitting really close to home. Yeah. And it's, like, enraging him. Yeah. Uh, so he, you know, like, this is basically his situation, but in reverse, right? Like, he was told to hide away his, but it's actually not in reverse. Isn't that, like, so interesting? It's actually the same situation, but Harry didn't turn into an Obscurus, Mm. thankfully. So Harry, in his mind right now, is thinking she was being locked away for not having magic, and I was locked away for having magic, but they actually were both locked away, and they both had magic, but Ariana's festered in a certain way, and his didn't. Yeah. Um, so I just like thought that it was interesting that like in his head he's telling it's like my situation but in reverse but like it's actually the same situation which is sad yeah but uh, so Muriel then like throws out this absolutely obnoxious claim that she believes Kendra would have finished Ariana off but Kendra died first so obviously that didn't happen and that's just like so despicable I just cannot. And Doge is, like, rightfully so over this. Um, And it makes me just, like, so sad and mad. Like, just, it's such a gossip train. And Harry's sort of buying it. Yeah. Um, But, like I said, like, it's it's just hitting really close to home for him, which is, like, why he's buying it. So it makes sense. 
Uh, but Muriel's like, well, no one really knows what Kendra died from. And then Doge very sarcastically says, oh, no doubt, Ariana murdered her. And of course, Muriel agrees. She's like, oh, well, yes, Ariana might have made a desperate bid for freedom and killed Kendra in the struggle. And she's like saying this thoughtfully. <laughs> and she's like, shake your head all you like, Elpheus. You were at Ariana's funeral, were you not? And I just like want to say this is such a sad thing for Muriel to be talking about so nonchalantly. Like this is a this family's is life. Someone's like very deep and personal family struggles and drama that like you have no business talking. And also like we were just talking about with Tiffany at the end of the day, really, this is Kendra's drama, not Albus's. Yes. So, like, why are we even talking about this in regards to Albus? Because when all of this was going on, he was a student at Hogwarts. Could you imagine looking back and being 15, 16, 17 and telling someone that they think that it was your responsibility to make sure that your sister, like, did X, Y, or Z? Yeah. What? Yeah. The crazy thing is, is like, when Muriel's like, oh, you know, I bet Ariana did kill her. Well, she did. <laughs> right. Not on purpose. Uh, Mia, yes, I always want to be Muriel. <laughs> and I will not apologize for being horrible. <laughs> Can I be like Mrs. Doubtfire? I'll be like that. Yes. And just throw fruit at people. Yes. What, was, what did, what did, what was that line? Oh, was man. Drive by fruiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just saw that movie for the first time this year. No, <sighs> late last year. I just think about the, Yes, funny Thank you, stuff Marcus. my grandma would say. <laughs> I would just shake my head at her. Like about Katie's lip ring. Yeah. You got on you, know, you still got that nail in your lip. Your yep, nail. sure do. Sure yep, do. Yep, Graham, she still does. Mm-hmm. She still does. Mm-hmm. Coming in with the crazy colors. Ooh, ooh, I have something good to say. Ooh, I like that. Katie T said you should aim to be Mrs. Fig. There you because go. she's the same weird, but actually she's not as like no, she's not mean. <laughs> she's not mean enough. No, I don't want to aim to be her. She's not mean. She's too nice. <laughs> I want to be Mrs. Fig. I want to all I those wanna, cats. I want to like show photo albums of my cats to kids that I have to babysit and be like, look, this was Iggy when on his second birthday. <laughs> These are the Christmas cards in order. <laughs> <laughs> look, he was Cindy Lou Who this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mcg's mean enough yeah mcg's good i can see her turning into like a better version of muriel yeah in her old age yeah like yeah. i dealt with kids long enough at hogwarts i just want to give like really sick one-liners that yes. are like so brutally honest but they're right <laughs> yes i like that bold yep. and brash yeah yeah love it we good? We good? Yeah, it's your turn, Kate. I have okay. a good note about your, one of your things. Keep So you go. Just let me know when. Okay, so Kendra asked, like, well, you were at the funeral, right? And he's trembling. He says, yeah, I was. And it was the most desperately sad occasion. Quote, Albus was heartbroken. And then Muriel butts in and says his heart wasn't the only thing. Didn't Aberforth break Albus's nose halfway through the service? Mm. Doge is obviously horrified at this. And Muriel cackles. Cackles. Evil <laughs> woman. <laughs> yes, Tiffany. Okay. So, Albus's nose is broken mm-hmm. by Aberforth. That's a simple fix. Oh, he didn't mm. fix it. He doesn't fix it. So, mm. I said he never healed it, probably as a reminder of the cost. That's really good. That is really good. And sad. It is really sad, but it's almost like a punishment for himself or like a reminder of like what I'm working against. My sister died because of X, Y, Z. And this is a reminder every single day that I look in a mirror of what I'm fighting for. Because he knows he's so tempted by the power and everything too so like having that constant reminder mm-hmm. yeah makes sense yeah oh dumble mm. oh alby alby so yeah. muriel's cackling right 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She's like the evil queen. Um, so Doge tries to figure out how Muriel knows that. Turns out Muriel's mother was friendly with Bethilda Bagshot. And Muriel's been a snoop all her life. And she heard it through the door as a kid. God love her. <laughs> she says, a coffin side brawl. <laughs> <laughs> So this is Bethilda's story as heard through the door by a young Muriel. Aberforth was shouting that it was all Albus's fault that Ariana was dead, then punched him in the face and Albus didn't even defend himself. And she's saying something like, we all know that Albus was powerful enough to just like straight up end him if he wanted to and he didn't defend himself at all. So Muriel's... Do you think that that shouts like guilt? Yeah. Right? Like, he's so sad over this. He's, like, so heartbroken or... Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, Muriel. She slings back some more champagne and says, the recitation of these... Oh, not, I'm sorry, this is what the book says. The recitations of these old scandals seem to elate her as much as they horrified Doge. She's having the time of her 107-year-old life, okay? She is also very not sober. Yeah. she's Makes it worse. A little slosh. <laughs> Um, so Harry's thinking, like, I, I can't believe that Dumbledore wouldn't have intervened if that kind of cruelty was going on in his own house, and yet something was off about the story. And again, to our point, like, well, that wasn't, wasn't going on, right? Yeah, and it wasn't his responsibility. I don't know. Right. So Muriel continues because she, she's never done. She's like, I think Bethilda spilled the beans to Rita Skeeter. All those hints in Skeeter's interview about an important source close to the Dumbledores. And Doge is like, she would never talk to Rita Skeeter. And then Harry finally is like, wait, is she the one who wrote A History of Magic? And then admits to himself that that's like one of his textbooks he's hardly ever opened. <laughs> <laughs> and Muriel said that she's quite gaga these days from what she's heard. Isn't that funny though? Like, Bathilda ends up talking a bit, but Elpheus doesn't. And he's said to be crazy. Right. It's just, it's a lot of he said, she well, said, take it with a grain of salt, let the drama run. Whatever benefits yep. Rita mm. and her story. Yeah. Doge makes a good point, though. She's like, well, if she is crazy, it's pretty low for Rita to take advantage of her. And, she, and, and, and boy, did she ever. Yeah. And there shouldn't be any reliance placed on what Bathilda had said if she's, you know, not all there. Dishonorable. This is exactly mm. the kind of thing that Rita Skeeter preys upon. God. I feel um, bad because Bathilda clearly doesn't have any, like, family. Right. Left. Or maybe Or ever. even friends because it takes her house being... I don't know how much of movieism that is. But, like, stuff's broken. Yeah. That fight with the snake was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um... And it takes a big event like that to, I wonder if the muggles reported it and that's how the wizards found out, you know, because I bet there's probably um, wizards working with and like muggle police or something yeah. like this, mm-hmm. just like they're in the, the mail and things like that. And so it took an event like that for anybody to even come calling to, to check on her. She has no one. I know. Oh, my heart. That's sad. That is Nobody really even sad. in the neighborhood, you know? Sometimes people will, like... Well, like, she probably would have had the Potters if they had still been around, right? Absolutely. They would have checked on her. Yeah. What'd they call her? Where Batty. The- Batty. Batty. Where are the other wizards in this neighborhood? Yeah, really? Like, who else? It's a very famous wizarding neighborhood. But, like, also just not just wizards. Yeah. The next thing makes Harry choke on his butterbeer, which I choke on things I drink all the time. It sucks. She says, even if Bathilda's completely cuckoo, I'm sure she'd still have old photographs, maybe even letters. She knew the Dumbledores for years. Well worth a trip to Godric's Hollow. And Harry's like, what? 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 (laughs) Another truth bomb right after that. The Dumbledores moved to Godric's Hollow after Percival was imprisoned and Bathilda was their neighbor. So Harry's like... I never once had Dumbledore told him that they both lived in Godric's Hollow. They both lost loved ones in Godric's Hollow. And so he's like, his mind's reeling. Like, were his parents buried near Dumbledore's family? Did Dumbledore ever visit their graves and maybe walk past his parents' graves? 
and he like can't explain to himself why it's so important but it feels as good as if he had been lied to Mm. he's hurt he's in his emotions you know i think that this omission of dumbledore for him to be upset about i think this one's pretty valid there's no reason why he couldn't have offered that type of connection to Harry, especially when Harry felt so alone for so long um, to be like, yeah. yeah, I grew up in the same neighborhood that like your family lived in. Yeah. Like that, it's just a simple thing he could have offered. That little bone, you know, yeah, would have meant a lot to Harry. So I am I have no excuses for my my favorite character. <laughs> <in this moment. laughs> um, Yeah. 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 So Harry's reeling from this. What? You okay? I just thought of you. I saw you text something about merch and then I thought of interfering trout and then I thought of the Billy Bob bat. (laughs) (laughs) What is this song? Don't worry. (laughs) Be happy. happy. (laughs) This has a couple other ones, right? This is so bad. (laughs) Don't worry. And it like has to like completely come off the wall. Yeah. You should draw that. <laughs> interfering trout. Interfering trout. That could... Oh, my God. How funny would that be? That could be in the next uh, Swish merch. It's just a rubber fish for your wall, and it's labeled interfering trout. I love that. <laughs> I love it. And it's purple. Oh my it's God. a purple fish. <laughs> it's a purple trout. <laughs> so Harry is reeling. If he feels drained. feels empty. He hardly notices that Hermione sits next to him and she's like, I can't dance anymore. Ron went to go look for Butterbeer. Which is like, that's very um, deja vu of Goblet of Fire when they're at the Yule Ball. Mm. I think she kind of does the same thing, but it's Victor's Vicky going to, going get, to get drinks. drinks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and apparently Victor... <laughs> and you know he's only keeping her out on the dance floor, so Crumb right. doesn't go near. Sorry right. I interrupted you. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> but like, come on, Ron. He's like, no, no, no. One more. You can one breathe. More, one fine. more. One more. <laughs> Um, and apparently Victor and Xenophilius have been having an argument. So apparently Victor couldn't hold back from wanting to duel this dude. So Hermione's like, Harry, are you okay? Everyone's just throwing Harry's name out all willy-nilly. He's, <laughs> he's Barney. Come on. Yeah. Or Barry. Or Barry. Or Barty. <laughs> he doesn't have a chance to answer, though, because a large silver lynx comes through the canopy it's a Patronus. Silver. Um, and just to like, I just pulled the last little bit from the book just to like kind of bring in the moment. Heck yeah. Uh, so heads turned as though mm. as those nearest it froze absurdly in mid-dance. Like can you imagine that? Like you're just having a good time and then you're just like. This part uh. gives me chills. Then the yeah. Patronus's <laughs> mouth opened wide and it spoke in the loud, deep, slow voice of Kingsley Shacklebolt. The ministry has fallen. Scrimger is dead. remember reading that line mm-hmm. it's in all italics it's 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 its own line yeah it's indented on both ends mm-hmm. it's a meaningful piece of text and i remember reading that and i remember staring at it being like oh my god yeah like it's happening it's happening I it is like happening you get to feel like all the people that are just like at this party feel like what Especially because, like, we just had a chapter with Scrimger, like, there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it just feels... I think that... I mean, I, I would assume that was definitely done on purpose to have that happen so close together to, like, make sure that you're reminded. Mm-hmm. Like, look, he just had control of himself and he was here talking to the trio. Mm-hmm. That's how quick, how quick it over. was. And also, I like it because there's that the closeness of it it hits real i just said close but close to home it also we're angry with him we're mad at him he's not doing the right thing Mm -hmm. but then we find out later that he died not he died being tortured and not giving up the location of harry potter yeah and that's where we're that's when we get confused as a reader. And that's what I love about this is because the author's writing challenges you. You can't take things at face value and you can't say this is this way. This is this way. And there's no middle. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. There's reasoning and layers and onions and 
black and white and gray all over these pages. And that's what I like about it because that's life. Right. It's not nothing is one way or the other without reasoning and gray in the middle. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. well said. And it's just it just is interesting. And in my book, um, a lynx. Did you look up a lynx? And I'm sorry. No, I okay. should have. Lynx is um, known as the silent witness. And I thought that that was pretty cool for Kingsley. That is cool. And um, they're known for having keen vision, like the animal itself. And then I also wrote. They're so pretty. Yeah, they are. It's now Voldemort's Ministry of Magic. Ugh. Um, I just quickly looked up, you know, that Tumblr we always refer to for like Patronus meeting. Yeah. <laughs> meetings. Patronus yeah, yeah. meetings. The meetings of the Patronuses. Um, people at the Lynx Patronus are known to be patient and secretive. People mm-hmm. tend to tell secrets to them because their peers know they have the ability to keep these classified words to themselves. Sounds like a good person to be in the order. And an auror. Yeah. And minister. Yeah. Ayo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lightning bolt questions. Bring it. We're kind of like almost close on time, so let's roll. Yeah. Marguerite says, if Aunt Muriel had a theme song, what would it be? This is why we can't have nice things by Taylor Swift. Um It's going down. I'm yelling timber. (laughs) Oh God, I don't know. Um, Going down, down, and in a little round. I don't know. <sighs> Look what you made me do. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, for me, all I think about is karma. <laughs> that feels very her. <laughs> okay, this one is fun. KDT, quick answers. Oh, jeez. Oh, Who would you rather have as a neighbor? Uh, Muriel, Rita Skeeter, or Petunia? Uh, I think I'm going Muriel because I would play her game. Yeah. I'd be like, what's the tea? Like, <laughs> and then I would tell her nothing. <laughs> Petunia would just like aggravate me. Yeah, and then no Rita ends. would write about you. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Rita would like be too prying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you'd Muriel, be like looking and she'd be like peeking out the right like Muriel Muriel is like an older petunia but also like she would be easier to manipulate yeah does she's, that sound like she's, so mean it does like, sound mean she's but it's fine because she's mean herself true she's not like dangerous in any kind of way yeah. She'd be like entertaining where like you'd probably get sa- sucked into like a very long conversation with her and yeah. then you could be like, oh my God, you won't believe what Muriel said today. I feel like if you would just nod and agree with her, it would be Exactly. Like you could, you could kind of like get out of the situation pretty quickly. Yeah. If you're just like, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. And then just like roll your eyes as you walk away. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes you just got to do it, guys. Um, I'm just going to do one more. Okay. Amy Lou, this is very interesting, and I like this. Okay. Did Lily's protection keep Harry from becoming an Obscurus? I mean, maybe. I've never Ooh. thought about that. That's a really interesting point. I think it could have. I mean, it, it kept him from harm, but that it's Voldemort related. But it could have been. I mean, sure, that's what... But it was the only way that we know and discuss it. But I don't necessarily think that that is maybe the only way that he was protected. You know, it could have it could have been more than that. I mean, because she was dying for more than just to protect him from Voldemort. Right. So I kind of want to say maybe. Maybe. Yeah. That's something I would have to like think about more. I've never literally never thought about that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another reason as to why he didn't become an Obscurious. He's just... He never tried to hold it in. Yeah. yeah. He had no way of actively thinking about how to stop it. He never knew what it was yeah. to be scared True. of. I yeah. think maybe that's the difference. Like, Ariana was full aware mm-hmm. that she was a witch and she was being bullied for it. So she tried to hold it in. Harry didn't ever think he was a wizard. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm we always Harry. joke. Harry's kind of dumb sometimes. Like, dumb, oblivious Harry didn't even think about 
the fact that these weird things happening around him are because he's a wizard. He was just like, you know, I'm he just had, on the roof. Right? Yeah, like he just had an excuse for everything. Mm. It was probably more so his obliviousness, but I like the I like the prospect that it could be Lily's protection. Mm-hmm. So, okay, at least to get him to adulthood. Yeah, yeah. fan story credence story. was harmed credence was had the snot beat out of him yeah yeah he was also like bullied in that sense but awful abusively yeah okay this fan story comes from samantha from july 2019 ah uh, a different time different truly time. Hey, ladies, I've listened since the first episode, so I think it's time to finally share my fan story. Mm-hmm. I picked up the first book when I was around 10 years old. I remember the school librarian telling me that the book was too mature for my age, but I insisted on checking it out anyway. <laughs> okay. My grandparents raised me and had always just been the three of us in the house and on the farm. So when I was around 10, my mom and two brothers moved in with us. This was an incredibly stressful time in my life, mm. and I was always looking for some way to escape. My grandma always encouraged my love of reading, even though it meant I probably only heard every fifth word she was saying to me. (laughs) The barn had become my safe haven since my mom and brothers moved in. So on the afternoon that I checked the book out, I got off the bus, dropped my backpack on the porch, and I went to my favorite reading spot, the bucket of my grandpa's old international tractor. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I curled up in the bucket and got down to business. Hours later, I remember my grandpa coming out and making me come in the house. By telling me that if I didn't get off that tractor into the house in five minutes, then he was going to raise the bucket to loft, <laughs> and I would have to climb down the hard way. <laughs> Farm kid life. I hear you. I was head over heels in love with this book. Mm. My grandma bought all the books for me as soon as they came out. She would lay them on the kitchen table, so I would see them as I came in the door from school. I love your grandma. Those were always the best days. These books have gotten me through every struggle in my life. I always pick, I always pick them up when I feel like everything is falling apart. In August of 2018, I made the 700-mile move from Indiana to North Carolina completely alone and leaving everyone and everything I'd ever known. Mm-hmm. I put the audiobooks on as I drove, and even though I was leaving home, I felt like I got to take it with me. Hogwarts was my home, bringing me memories of tractor buckets, old trucks, and my grandparents. Mm-hmm. I met the love of my life here in North Carolina, and we're expecting our first child, a little girl, in September 2019. <gasps> that kid's like four now. Three and a half. Three and a half. Don't age her too much. Sorry. (laughs) I can't wait to be able to share these beautiful stories with my daughter and hope that one day she'll hold on to the memories that we make together while reading them just as I do. Mm, That's awesome. I'm a proud Hufflepuff. My Ilvermorny house is Thunderbird. My wand is Dogwood Wand. Unicorn hair 11 and a quarter inches. Surprisingly swishy flexibility. Swishy. And my Patronus is a white mare. A pony. I don't know why I thought of a rabbit because <laughs> i was i saw oh, white, white, white hair horse and i was like what <laughs> just think of <laughs> tiffany neighing live on the podcast nay i'm not nay anymore <laughs> uh, i forgot about I that i doing love that, that. Thank Listen, you. Mia, don't make fun of my math. Okay, you're right. The kid would be four and a half, not three and a half. <laughs> what are numbers, you know? <laughs> what are they? <laughs> I hope I want to know how you're doing. Yeah, this, I hope you're doing you update well. us. Your grandma sounds fan stinking tastic. Yeah. Yes. Both oh. your grandparents slash your parents. They raised you. They seem amazing. And I love I love that thought of like you coming home from school and they're on the book new books on the table. I love oh. that. Also, moving like that and leaving everything. I know you're a puff, but that's some Gryffindor behavior. It Way is. To be that's brave. tough stuff, man. Way to be brave. That is scary, tough stuff. So good for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your story. Oh, I see you came prepared. Yeah, I brought a book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tams mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Katie did her job. Tiffany didn't. <laughs> what is that's happening that's today? Yeah. You can't do your job because then I don't do mine. You can tell I'm going through it. <laughs> what do you get when you cross Sirius Black and an Apple computer? Oh, wait. I don't know. An iPad foot. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write it, okay? <sighs> if you'd like to follow us on social media, myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at The Petrus Family, and Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. 
We're not getting bingos. You know, I was actually thinking, should we have bingo go across two recordings since we always record two at a time? Then maybe somebody will get one. Let's try that today. All right. No bingos yet. Maybe the next episode you'll hear us get one. And let's pool, pool the points. I'm assuming it's the same. <laughs> yeah. Ravenclaw in first, Gryffindor in second, Hufflepuff in third, and Slytherin in fourth. Cool. Good job, birds. Nice job, dirty birdies. (laughs) (laughs) They're about a thousand points ahead of Gryffindor. Yeah. It's no bueno. (laughs) It is no bueno. What was this for? We said it in something. Hmm. I don't know. I thought we said it ahead. Doge. No. (laughs) (laughs) For trouts everywhere. For trouts. (laughs) That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. (gasps) Amazing. Look at my voice. (laughs) Really dehydrated. Messes with my confusion. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like a tea kettle ready to go off. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know that like literally We're all fall. of us are falling apart this year. We're not alright. We are not okay. Oh, but we're here and we're ready to have a good time. It's <laughs> only February. Of us are queer. <laughs> yep. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.